0: Love Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. I tell you what, it's Troy Dooley, the host of the Beachside CEO, and it was a blast yesterday. We celebrated our one-year anniversary at the Home Business Radio Network. Three hours live, seventy-five countries tuned in. It was it was such an amazing time. We got to interview and listen to some of the greatest, uh, I think, current coaches and and trainers and motivators out there across the globe the canada united states on and on it went and if you didn't get to tune in you can go check it out i mean it was it was just a blast and what started as a dream became reality for all of us a year ago and now we've got the <clears throat> the news i do the news we do the beachside ceo over there we've got uh it's just wonderful i mean from show host in their 20s talking about branding and social media to to the archives like Zig Ziglar who passed away just a few months ago. I mean, it's it's a powerful thing is what it is. And I'm, I'm blessed to be a part of the greatest profession, I think, in the world, home-based business. And as I talked to many, many people, and I had breakfast this morning with some guys that they own their own home-based business. They're in the construction field. And we all were talking about how blessed we are to be able to do that. You know, it's amazing. Hey, like I told you yesterday, you know, I've been going through my three-by-five cards, my journals. And each day I'm trying to pick just just some nuggets. And we're looking at relationships. And all of this comes from um, when I first studied Maxwell's um, 101 collection. He did relationships and equipping and all that. And I'm pulling from... From those early nuggets. And today I've titled this why Why Are Relationships Important? You know, why are they important to your success? I'd written down here from John's book, relationships are the glue that holds team members together. You know, I I, I remember in I guess it was it was probably in the eighties. Uh, when I got out of the the Marine Corps, I was looking at, at work, and I remember people saying managers must not fraternize with their employees, with their team members. And I thought, well, that's kind of dumb. I mean, that, first of all, kind of sucks. I'm going to go to work, and I can't fraternize with anybody? And I guess it came from those old union days, you know, where you got your union bosses, and then you, you had the employees, you had management you know, versus you know, white collar versus blue collar type stuff, and I thought well, this kind of sucks. You know, and I thought, what the heck do I want to be part of this for? And I remember reading this, and inside of John's book, he talked about Michael Deaver, who, who was the right hand man of President Ronald Reagan, and they they'd been together forever. And Michael said, you know, it was a relationship that was built at, at the state level. But it went deep. It went into personal. We became friends. Michael never wanted to be the President of the United States. He wanted to support the President of the United States. And as I've studied certain people, it reminded me of a relationship that Art Williams and Bo Adams had. Bo's passed away, but but Bo was Art's right-hand man. He never held a title or position in the company. He was an outside consultant. But everything that Art did... Bo got a piece of. When they sold the company, Bo, I believe, if my my uh, my math and my memory is still good, he became like the fifth largest landholder in the United States. Started looking at putting orphanage together. He wanted to help, and I thought, man, this is really what relationships are about. They shouldn't be one year or two years old. I know in the in the Christian world. We sometimes say, well, you know, life is just first season. There's different seasons in life. And I get to thinking about that, and it's like, well, I guess that's okay. Except does that mean you got to go through a boatload of wives depending on the season? Does that mean you're going to have a boatload of friends depending on the season? And sadly, in some cases, it does. But think about this. If you could build relationships, business or personal, business and personal, however you want to look at this, that could be with you the whole time you're alive, what type of success could you have? Think about that. How do we build this? What do, what do we do? What How do you build relationships that can stand the test of time, can stand the, the disagreements that take place? How do you do this? These are the things that I wrote down. I thought this was pretty good. Number one is respect. You know that's been a common theme throughout this week's series. You know, respect is given, trust is earned. All relationships start with respect. Now that's interesting because if you don't if you don't respect people, how the Sam Hill are you going to be in business with them? How how are you going to be in in a personal relationship? Now I know there's some freaky cocky mamie people where they say well, we're, we want to dominate you know, domination went out in the 19, or in the 20th century. We're in the 21st century today. Relationships are built on mutual respect for each other. Number two, they're built on shared experiences. I hit the road next week, and, and some of the kids and, and Paige are going to come with me. And we're going to build and share re- experiences that, that we couldn't. Last year, we had the, the plur- privilege of being in Orlando a few times and Staying at the Orlando World Center and, and staying at the at the Marriott down there, the J W. Man, we had Fourth of July, you know, sitting around the pool, loving every minute of it, and that's all the kids have talked about all year long. Guess what? We're going to have some more shared experiences. I have shared experiences with my teammates. This is what life is about, and if you want to build solid relationships, you have to have those shared experiences. I think of my. Think of my mom and dad. Because they share, I believe, this is how brain dead I get. If I am I am forty nine, I believe that they have they're celebrating forty seven years of shared experiences. Now Paige and I are only at twenty five. So they're they're you know, they're like halfway ahead of us there. But think about this. All those shared experiences, now I got to tell you, my parents are a little crazy. Um, so a lot of those experiences are on on 35 millimeter slides, and now they're being converted to computer. But I remember going through and looking at those old pictures and those old slides, and and seeing those first 18, 19 years. I shared in those experiences. That was pretty awesome. Paige and I still talk about. We we took a family trip with them one year. Went to McCall, Idaho. It's the only place in Idaho I really love you know it's a beautiful place and this is these are these are what relationships are built from you know this is shared experiences number 3 i wrote down is trust see if you're going to build a relationship the respect has to turn into trust you can only build trust through shared experiences it reminds me i was i was a great privilege but i was down In Tampa last week, I guess it was. And it was interesting because I walked into the office of uh, Greece Investments down there. They have the Greece Investment Fund. And just a handful of employees. But as I listened to them talk, as I listened to the investors coming and going, I was doggone blown away because they kept talking about shared experiences. Now, I was only there for a short time, had to leave and, and come back home, get some business done. And, and before I left, Roy Williams said, hey, man, you want to go to the hockey game? We're all going to the hockey game tonight. They weren't just sharing experiences in the office. They just weren't sharing experiences in the, in the amount of money that they'd earned. They were sharing experiences in the fun times. You know what that does? That builds trust. They start to trust each other on and off the field, so to speak. And the fourth thing that you have to do to build the solid relationships is the relationship has to be reciprocal. It can't be dominant. Both sides have to have some win-win here. i would written this down. When it comes to relationships, everything begins with respect, with the desire to place value on the other person. I thought, wow. Which brought me to number five the mutual enjoyment. Both people have to enjoy being in the relationship. I have a fun relationship with Richard Brooke. I have a fun relationship with BK Braco, with, with Jeff Mack, with Doug Fireball, with with uh with Donna Valdez, with Donna Johnson, with Ken Dunn, Fred Nino, Tuffy Baum, you know, Jesse Riddle. I mean these are these are admirers that I have. i I love these people. I learned so much from them. Little Sarah Robbins last night, one of the youngest millionaires in direct selling, uh, loves the Lord, and I got she's like a little sister. Her and her husband Phil are just two rock stars in my life, and and I love their spirituality. I love their their, their just the everything. We're gonna hang out together in March down in Dallas, and and she was on last night. We're, it's gonna be fun. She's getting ready to launch her first radio show, and. I thought, man, what an amazing thing. We enjoy hanging out together. See, that's truly what relationship building is all about. So if we've got the basics down, I think the next question is, what do we need to know about the people we're going to be in the relationship with? See, this is something that I learned from Art Williams many, many, many years ago now, almost 30 years ago. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Now, I didn't learn that overnight. Remember, I'm just like everybody else. I fell into the myth that knowledge is power. So I was going to puke all over everybody what I know. Here's what I know. Here's what I know. Here's what I know. People freaking didn't give a rip what I know. But when I started caring about other people... When I started caring about their feelings, when I started caring about what their priorities were in life, you want to know what happened? People started wanting to know what I knew. After a few years, almost 20, people started paying me for that knowledge because they realized that it was beyond the knowledge. I was going to give them the wisdom how to put into action what I know. I get phone calls now from equity firms, from from CEOs, from top distributors. I had a CEO yesterday on Facebook say, Troy, I'm so tired of this freaking crap. This is what's causing our industry a problem. I'm not, I'm not going to go into detail. I looked at what he was saying, and I thought, you know what? I can do an editorial on this that would be positive, that would, would help people to understand More and more about what's happening, what's going on. See, I truly believe that when people know how much you care, they want to hang out with you. The sad thing is we don't take time to understand other people. And I think there's a variety of reasons for it. And I wrote these down. The biggest reason of all, I think, is fear. William Penn wrote this. Neither despise or oppose what thou does not understand in common language don't fear the unknown you you just don't well, one, i'm going i'm going to be cruising back down to tampa i'm going to i'm going to do some business with uh, with roy williams and, and his crew down there at, at the the Greece investment fund and and, and we're going we're going to go on with them as some strategic as a strategic advisor and do some stuff it's a, it's a new it's a new type of client it's a new type of relationship it's a, a new type of, of Friendship that's being forged. Man, it's kind of scary. Our first project's gonna be with Vita Cup, their their uh their their fresh launch in the coffee industry. That's how I met Jeff Mack. I've known Donna Valdez for almost twenty years. And and we're gonna connect and get to work together. You know, we're gonna to get to help change the lives of a lot of people in a whole different format than I ever have before. And I thought, now how cool is this? But you know what? I've got to learn to understand them. I had to learn to overcome my fear of saying, man, these guys are, I mean, they've had financially massive amounts more success than I have. You know, I mean, these guys, they they make like hundreds of millions of dollars. But I thought, I want to get to know them. First thing I got to do was sit down with Bob Grease and listen to him. And you want to know what he talked about? You want the biggest smile on his face? His daughter, Zoe she's 14 now he said good lord he goes raising teenage daughters i said i know i know we had a shared experience we both have teenage daughters that we're raising all of a sudden the fear started to go away i'm sitting there talking to roy and it's like man you know we're having a great dinner we're talking about our lives a lot of ways they're similar and he says man i got a 10 year old son i said dude i've got a 10 year old son he turns 10 this month or, or next month excuse me and, and and he said, "Really? Oh man, we'll have a blast. The kids get together. all of a sudden I had a shared experience." See, so, yeah, how the fear started to go away. Second thing that keeps people from from having close relationships with other people is that self-centeredness. You know, ego is is one of the uh, is one of the major sins that the Bible talks about all the time. Don't let your ego, don't let pride get in the way. I didn't used to understand that. I mean, I was a Marine. We are the baddest. And people, you say U.S. Marine, people freak out. I've seen U.S. sea fighters want to get real tough, and and, and they say they got all this talent, and a Marine just beat the snot out of them. I mean, it's really – and listen, I'm not condoning the fighting. I'm condoning the fact that unless you've been there, you don't understand. But at that same time, you get this this cockiness, this self-centeredness that's there. And I wrote this down. John's always writing these weird things, and here's what I wrote down. The least important word in human relations is I. The most important word is we. The two most important words is thank you. The three most important words is all is forgiven. The fourth most important words is what is your opinion. The five most important words, you did a good job. And the six most important words, I want to understand you better. I've told you guys, I wear a a band around my wrist that says, I am second. And I do that because I really want to live this way. I want to put these words into action. I want to to know that I'm building respect and trust and and that my self-centeredness is being kept at a minimum. Because I know if I don't do that, I can't build the relationships. Fifth reason that people don't build lasting relationships is they... Failed to appreciate the differences. Now, this brings me to, to a man that I grew to respect. He took me he took me under his wing when I started dating his granddaughter. I was going through a pretty hellacious time in my life. I was all mixed up, didn't know what the heck I wanted to do, I'll be honest with you. Um, it was pretty crazy in my life. And you want to know what he did? This is the cool part. Okay, This is what he did for me. He said, why don't you come live at my house? His name was Peyton Revis. I call him Grandpa. He was Paige's grandpa. And he taught me to appreciate the differences in people. I used to think that when I had an opinion, I had to share that opinion, and I would share that opinion so loud and so heavy that by the time I was done, you were going to agree with my opinion. Or... You would go through life thinking you were just dumb and wrong. That was my life. That was what I thought. And then I met Hayden. Then I met Hayden's best friend whose son became my attorney for many, many years. And, And Grandpa Revis and Mr. Browning would sit on the back porch, and they would listen to the Kansas City Royals play, and they would talk about politics. One of them was a devout Republican. One of them was a devout Democrat. And I used to get so tickled because they would sit there and debate politics all day long. You would, you would, I mean, they would get loud. But then, right in the middle of the conversation, Grandpa Revis would say, mr browning hey can i get you some more lemonade yeah please hayden that'd be awesome i need to go take a leak anyway and then let's get back here and enjoy this baseball game together they'd go do all their different things come back sit down start listening to the ball game and you want to know what happened (laughs) they'd get right back into a debate but they never let the differences separate the friendship they appreciated each other's differences The next thing I learned about why relationships don't last is a failure to acknowledge similarities. See, sometimes we're so focused on the differences, and it's so scary that we don't focus on the similarities. Maxwell calls it the 101% law. He says find the 1% that you can agree on, give it 100% of your efforts. Now, at first I thought he was just nuts thought, now that isn't going to work. How how can I find 1% of something when when 99% of the crap is so mixed up? And I realized, well, I'm focusing on the wrong thing, aren't I? Focusing on the 99% instead of the 1%. Life changed. I wrote this down. If you treat every person you meet as if they were the most important person in the world... You'll communicate that they are somebody to you. And as I studied human nature and I studied the psychology of of human belief factors, what I learned that's a common trait in all human beings is we all want to be somebody. We all want to be loved. We all want to be appreciated. I started looking at this and I came up with a very simple equation. Man, this is nothing more, nothing less than the golden rule. Treat other people the way you want to be treated. I thought, well, heck, I can do that. See, I thought, man, this is pretty cool. When I started focusing on that, I, I realized that this is easier than I thought it was. I didn't have to be in relationships where I dominate. I could learn to compromise. I could be in relationships where I could listen to what other people had to say, and if they, if it was so passionate, if it was so driven that that's what they wanted, then why would I try to change them? i just agree with them and go along for the journey. All of a sudden, I started to grow more and more relationships. Last night on the phone, as we were on the radio uh, show, some of the most women in the world were on there. They're great trainers. And you want to know what the fun part was? I got to meet these ladies when they were just starting out. I was over working and and helping to run a company called ProSTEP. And it was so awesome because I'd watched them all grow. I'd watched some of the guys on the show last night grow over the years. It was the coolest thing. And I thought I was just, I got to play a little part in their life. You know, so seeing how this is... Seeing how they're doing, seeing how they have become somebody, I thought, man, how rocking is this? This is so daggum cool. There's some things that, as we close out this show, that I think we need to know, we need to, to understand. And these are the things I'd written down on what I needed to know about people. These were the common Threads of human nature that I believe you can find in in the Bible, you can find in throughout histor- historical books, you can just see in in studying people. Number one, and I mentioned this a minute ago, everybody wants to be somebody. We want to be respected and loved and and appreciated by those closest to us. I believe a lot of the things that we see in Hollywood with these beautiful young boys and girls that are getting. You know drunk and and showing off their their sweet spots and they're they're doing stupid stuff. It's because they're seeking that attention they want to be somebody, but they want to be appreciated. It isn't about them just being a movie star; it's about having people the closest to them appreciate who they are. Number two, and I mentioned this earlier. Nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. And I look at people that commit suicide or or they 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 do dumb things, Randy Travis, you know, was out drunk last year. He just got convicted of it. And I look at these people, all all people have, I mean, big people who have committed suicide and done dumb things. I look at that. And I realized that, you know what, there's a lot of people around them, but they probably don't know those people really care about them because so many people have been there for the money or the fame or the fortune. You want to build lasting relationships, then you've got to let people know that you really, truly care about them. The third thing I realized is that everybody needs somebody. There's no lone rangers in this world. Nobody gets to the top self-made. That's it's one of the most cockamamie myths I've ever seen. I challenge anybody listening to the radio show to send me the name of one person from birth to death did it all themselves. Just another one of them myths about self-made. It's kind of like the government saying you didn't succeed; the government helped you succeed. Doesn't happen that way. Everybody needs somebody. Are you that somebody? That's the question you got to ask. Are you going to be that somebody when they're in a pissy mood and they're nasty and and they're not doing what you want them to do and they're trying to go their own way? I mean, think about that. Number four. Everybody, this is a this is a big one. Everybody can be somebody when somebody understands and believes in them. One thing I've always done is believe in my my kids. They have not always done what I wanted them to do, but I've made it very clear to them, you can do anything you really want to set your mind to if you really have a heart for it, if you have a passion for it. I'll, I'll support you in it. I don't care what it is. And they know they can go out and try just about anything they want as long as it's legal. And if they quit, they can quit. I don't I don't mind them quitting. doesn't bother me none but I want them to do it and do it right. I want them to build. I want them to find that thing that's there because I believe everybody can be somebody when somebody understands and believes in them. Number five, anybody who helps somebody influences a whole lot of bodies. Now, that's a little twister, but anybody who helps somebody influences A lot of bodies. It's fun because I used to teach Sunday school class to teenagers. Those young teenagers back then are now generation Y, and they're married and they're having kids. And every now and then, I'll see one of them at breakfast or one of them will reach out to me. And the other day, just a beautiful young lady, I thought at one time she might become my daughter-in-law. She reached out and said, Troy, one Sunday when you were teaching us in class, you mentioned a man who had not believed in Jesus and, and was making fun of his wife. And, and she said, well, since you're this bad Nobel Prize, that wasn't what he won. He won a Pulitzer Prize in, in investigative reporting. Why don't you just go out and prove to me Jesus didn't exist and that, that he's, he's not the son of God? So Lee Strobel went on a quest to prove her wrong. And in his book, Case for Christ, shows strong evidence of why Jesus Christ could be the Son of God and walked face of the earth. And this young girl remembered that, and she said, "I have a friend of mine that I would like to read the book, but I couldn't remember the guy's name or or what book you were talking about." See, I influenced somebody who was going out to influence somebody else who was going to be able to influence a lot of bodies. See, this is what you need to know. This is the basis of building relationships that can last a lifetime. That's the key. Man, I want you all to have a great weekend. Monday, we're going to be talking about the building blocks of relationships. How can you encourage others? What can you do to really make this work? We're going to be talking about that. I think you're going to enjoy it. Hey, guys, live life like it's an epic adventure. Stay dangerous. Stay strong. And remember this. If you're in a home-based business of any kind, act like it. Go out there and change the world. You've been listening to the Beachside CEO heard around the world on the home business radio network, the voice in positive powered radio.